unless my head is bent. You dig? We fly, no lie. You know this. This is classic as it get right here. If you ain't scared, step into the queue. It's the Q30 Raw Podcast. It's your boy G. We got Marcavelli. And we got another episode for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's going on with you? I'm chilling, man. I got blessed. You know, we getting back to what I know Atlanta to be. This nice, great weather. You know what I'm saying? I was out on the bike earlier, you know, doing a little something, something out there. You know what I'm saying? Fuck 12. <laughs> they did pull me over yesterday on bullshit. They thought I was going to run because they didn't think my shit was legit. But I had them let them know that, you know, we got insurance. We got all that. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to worry about us. What they pull you over for? Nothing for real. He legit said, I thought you was about to run. Pulled you over because you thought you was going to run? Yeah. Like, dead ass. He was like, most bikes, you know, whenever we get behind them, they just run. So we thought you was going to run. He he gave me my shit, gave me my license, said, you good to go. I literally got stopped 10 minutes, 15 max. Felt like 10, though. I was in and out. 10 minutes is a long time just to stop you for nothing. Hey. That man went, he called in my plate, the nigga called in my license, and then he like stepped away, went in the car, I guess, checked to see if I got warrants. Thank God nothing showed up. And then he like, yeah, you good to go. And I was like, for sure. And I took off. What's new with you? Absolutely nothing. Just boring, boring old life. I don't say that. That GB living, boring old life. Don't say that. You know what I'm saying? That fan look new. It's absolutely boring. Nah, it's not. <laughs> absolutely boring. Absolutely uneventful. This G, this man G spent at least two racks on the lamp, on that, uh, not lamp, on a fan. I've never seen a fan like that in my life. And it's a signature color. Never seen a fan like that. It's an air purifier. <laughs> hmm, sounds expensive <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I was just out one day and I was like, yo, you know what? I need the air purifier. I need the air purifier. You know, shit, it's not, it just, don't, the air in my apartment just don't feel clean enough. Like type I told shit. you, man, boring life. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? Simple boring. Just, you know, just chilling in an air much, purified too, room. Too much CO2 up in here. I can feel it type shit. <laughs> no, I was just been, I was just been chilling. What's it called? Just, you know, there's just be shit that be going on and I just be like, you know. Just going with it, just run with the punches. So, that's why I say it's boring, it's uneventful, you know? There's always some shit happening, but, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing to, to, to be hyped about type shit. I feel that. I feel There's that. always something going on, though. True. Uh, you know what? Actually, it's something, it's something I want to talk about, though. Yeah. Uh, damn. Actually, before I talk about it, 
I do want to talk about. Let me see the court. Let me see it real quick. I want to talk about this real quick. is about the execution and they executed certainly on offense and boy they played smart in big moments and our Jenny Taft is down with coach prime coach prime it doesn't get much better than this you said all along we come in this team is here and wow did you impress how proud are you thank you Jesus I'm so thankful right now my son man my pop right here my son my other son Man, I'm loving these kids. Rick George for giving me this opportunity, man. This is a blessing. Everybody, Buff Nation, who supported us in all the hood that had my back. I thank y'all. God, this is good. <laughs> Woo! What can you tell me about your defense and the way they came up huge with that stop to get they, this win? They surrendered some big plays throughout the game, and we all we kept teaching was just we need one stop, one stop. But what about the offense? How did they respond? How did these guys respond? I don't know how many snaps he played, but we're going to put a hot tub on the plane for him to make sure he's straight. Hey, we're excited because we are heading to visit your home next week, Folsom Field. What is your message to the fans of what we can expect from Colorado? We told you we're coming. We told you we're coming. You thought we were joking. And guess what? We keep receipts. God bless you, America. Ooh, God is good. Congratulations. I want to hear from you guys. Tell me about your dad, about playing for him, and what you guys just accomplished today, Shiloh. Just like he said, we just believe everything he taught us. We went out there and executed everything. He telling us every damn practice. He put us in those situations in practice, and we've been able to practice and critique that. And so now we just show the fans what we got. Shador, you set records today, over 500 yards. I mean, you made it look easy, and you told me you were ready to capitalize on this moment. How would you describe it? Man, it's a real feeling because we knew it the whole time. I'm practicing against the best corner in the world. You know, so my margin of error, error versus him is very small. I can't, I can't miss too far inside, too far outside, because he's going to make a play. But it's just like nobody believed in us, man, and it, it just showed me a lot about how people is. And they let names, and they let power five and stuff get to their hand. I think this is the highest passing yards I had in my life. I was just at HBCU, you know what I mean? So they ain't believe us, but they ain't believe us, you know what I mean? God did. God did, you know what I'm saying? God Travis, you said you were going to follow Coach Prime wherever he was going to go, and he could not say enough about you and your skill. How do you do it, play on both sides and make it look easy? Hey, I just believe. I mean, I've been playing football since I was four years old. My dad and my mom stayed on me. My dad was at every game getting on me, so I just believed in what they taught me when I was younger and just came up with it. Are you tired right now? No, I'm not tired. I'm ready to go back again. Okay, congratulations, you guys. Uh, we got another one. Uh, Dylan? Dylan, congratulations. I mean, unbelievable performance, those touchdowns. And Coach Prime told us that you were going to be special today just to wait for your moment. How would you describe this one and this performance for you? I mean, I'm blessed. I'm glad I came here. Everybody executed their plays. Yeah, we have mistakes, but we came out here and did our thing, and we on to next week. On to next week. What should the fan base know about you guys? We are coming to visit you in Boulder. That we coming. I feel like today was, you know, a proven point that we can do this, and we will do this, and we can't wait till next week. Congratulations. Go enjoy it. Thank you. I just had to play that real quick. You know, Deion Sanders has been a, a fixation uh, with people in the past few years, specifically. And we we was talking about it a little bit because, you know, we, we pulled up, I was watching the highlights. And uh, like, I, like I tell you before, that's why we we had to stop and get the cigars, bro. Cause it was a celebration. It was a mother. It was a celebration. Yeah. It's a big day for Dr. Sanders and his family and Colorado University and Travis Hunter and Dylan Edwards and all these people. This is not a sports episode, but I just wanted to touch on this, like. When I sat, when once, cause again, I didn't get watch the game, so I saw the highlights. And when I sat back and I watched that, yeah, when you had pulled up, yeah, 
like literally was going through my mind. Like I said, I was like, bro, this is probably the biggest day of their life right now. Yeah. This feels like the biggest day of their life right now. I mean, that just it just shows like when you really bet on yourself, how far you can really take it. You know what I'm saying? You better yourself. You take yourself extremely seriously. Yeah. And you put in the and most importantly, don't forget it. You put in the work. What? <clears throat> That's what I be saying. I agree with everybody when they be. T- I get it. I, I I know it. That's that's the with the key ingredients. It's, so that's the onion powder. That's the onion powder. Yeah. And I think that uh, that's why I just had to get a cigar, bro. Because I was I was for inspired. Come on, bro. Like I told you, he tried to go to Florida State, got shit at all. Yeah. Went to an HBCU, turned up. Then went to a top school in the country. Not top like, oh, Colorado's fine. But like a Colorado, a Nebraska, what, not an HBCU. Yeah. He went, he went up to a, a school that's going to be playing against top teams in the country type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. It's not, it's not JUCO. It's not JUCO. You know what I'm saying? Far it's Colorado. He's, yeah. they, gonna, they can play Michigan. They can play Ohio State. D1. D1. Yeah. With the big dogs right now. Big dogs. He man. went out there and beat the number 17 team in the country. Yeah. Same like, team that was just, we were talking about, just in... Just uh, in the championship game. Yeah. Like, you can't get no better than that. Yeah. Like, that storybook right That's a there. big statement right there. That's a That's big a statement huge win. huge statement. Storybook. Yeah. That's a big win. And all And literally, all that really... All that really projects is that, again, like you said, you invest in yourself, you take yourself seriously, you put in the work, no matter what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) live your life like it's a movie. You know what I'm saying? Live your life like it's a movie. He's living a movie right now. Yeah. All of them are, for real. Like, they could make a movie about it, (laughs) pretty much. They might. You know, once all of them graduate and they go on to the league, which most of them will, they'll definitely have a 30 for 30. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, But still, taking that and and everything else that you do in your life, whether that be... What's up? What's what's going on with your cigar? That shit's smooth as fuck, bro. You should have got one of these. I ain't going to cap. So what's the difference between that one and, like... Actually, I smoked the raw wood. I bet to smoke the cube, uh, this one. I meant to smoke the Cohiba. It's it's uh it's, it's the real, Nicaragua. It's real smooth. Yeah, 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 yeah. So wait, what about the ones that we had last time? Was it? It's better than that. I'm gonna try that shit next time. We got yeah. I think this was a twenty five dollar cigar. The other ones was ten dollar. So you get ones from last time? Yes. Yeah, so. No, nah, those was like it was like said it was it was less expensive. It was like sixteen. This was like sixteen. This is the one. This is the one we had. Oh, the oh the last. I'm talking about the ones I brought was ten. So those were sixteen. This was sixteen. Yeah, they, they, this they, was sixteen. That was twenty something. This one, better than them. And you see, and you see how it's smoking. This shit crazy right now. I can't cap. So that's that's the new spot. We 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 are this side of the spot. I'm right? pulling up. Like I'm figured out. I'm gonna look for a game. I'm gonna pull up over there and see what they got going on. Some vibes in there. Uh, but yeah, no matter what what it is you're doing in your life, yeah, whether it be you a you a sort manager, you IT, you work washing dishes, make it like a movie. Make the most of it. Make right. the most of it. Right, 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 right. Right. <laughs> hey, whatever you do, just make the most of it. Definitely invest in yourself. Definitely take, take, put in that work. Maybe not the dishwasher part, but <laughs> I mean, you, you got to put in work there too. I mean, you got to put in work. But you do. I don't know. Unless they name like a dishwasher after you or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> That's wild. 
Hey, with that being said, <laughs> hey, so today, <laughs> today we following up on uh, our last podcast. What was the last one you talked about? Um, this is part two to the Wealth Podcast. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. I forgot everything. <laughs> I forgot everything. <laughs> Damn. Jeez. This is why it's important for you to have a circle. Jeez. Everybody on the same page. Jeez. You got niggas. When niggas looking left, it's a nigga looking right. <laughs> so it's a nigga looking both ways. <laughs> nigga called a run play. I won't eat out the field with my hand up. Like, hey. Oh, shit. Y'all back there type shit. But because, because I recognize that, I play action. <laughs> so he's still successful type shit. Still. <laughs> He pulled the ball, called an audible. <laughs> Mid play, called an audible, bomb downfield, score. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> a while. But uh, we following up on uh, the wealth conversation that we had last time. And this episode, we're doing a little bit different. We're actually going to take callers to call in and um, see if they have the same perspective similar perspective on what we was talking about last time. So just go, you want to go back through it just a little bit? Just a tad? As far as wealth? Yeah. And what it is to us? Yeah. Uh, interesting. I don't have a conversation with uh, Ferrari Zay. Shout out to Zay. Yeah, shout out to Zay. Yeah. Had a conversation with Farise, and we was talking about along the lines of wealth. Yeah, like that's how kind of the conversation started, and well, I, I started start off the conversation with me asking them a question. I was like, "Hey, anytime you leveled up or some shit, yeah." Was there any type of perspective or anything mentally changed for you when you initially leveled up? Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, definitely. And we went through it. Because, again, I feel like there's been so many different perspectives and thought processes I've had just recently. Yeah. Where I'd be like, oh, shit. Like, even if it's something I might have touched on for a little, like a quick second before... Like I my I was really thinking about certain shit now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And we was talking about the conversation in return into consumerism. Mm-hmm. Right. And I brought this up to you where it was like and I think uh we was talking about and you asked me like what I told you my chill number is anywhere between seventy to hundred. Right. And with that chill number being up to seventy to hundred, um that also comes with thinking, like mentally having the perspective of how a wealthy person. Because at the same time, too, just making seventy to hundred, yeah, that's chill money for me per se as a single guy. Yeah, you know, obviously with a family, like the numbers might change, but Fair. as a single black man living in America, seventy two hundred is more than enough. More, let alone if you have the mentality and perspective. Mm-hmm. Of a wealthy person and not a poor person. Correct, correct. That is also a big game changer. That's why my number was seventy two hundred because I don't necessarily have a poor person mentality. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not looking to. Yeah, I have stuff that I want to buy or stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it'd be like little shit. It'd be like. So I mentioned that shit. Or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. TVs, TVs. You get a TV, <laughs> but. In that conversation I was thinking about And when we was talking I was thinking about I was like Damn bro Like If I really want to I don't need another TV For a long time Yeah Right Um, Don't need TV There's a lot of shit That if I really thought about it That even stuff that I want to buy If I really thought about it I don't need the shit Yeah 
a lot of it is like experience shit. Like if I if I get a new TV or get a new car, it's to experience the new car or to experience the new TV and the groundbreaking technology that they're implementing and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But do I really need that? No. I really don't. It's like people chasing a high, something else to stimulate them on some other shit to make them spend some more money. And we was talking about consumerism. And with the consumerism, it was just like consumerism is what keeps us enslaved, new slaves. You know what I'm saying? Nah, for real. Um, <laughs> Ferrari, Ferrari Zay was like, instead of putting the chains on us, they just gave us the chains. It was like, you can put them on yourself. Facts. And which, <laughs> when he said that shit, I was like, oh my God. That's crazy though. That's I mean, yeah, we was talking about that in the in a car. Like people end up wanting stuff they really don't need just because just because for real. Uh my bad Hatcher had gave me a book called Keep It Up with the Joneses. Mm. Like it was a called it's called something, but it's a lot of the lines of keep it up with the Joneses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just and you really just try to buy shit or like do shit just to just to impress somebody else. And I sit back, I think about it, like, bro, I don't, I don't really don't, I don't really like people anyway. <laughs> yeah. So what I look like trying to impress everybody. But, but everybody wants to feel like wanted or admired, you know what I'm saying? So you want to have the clean whip or the nice place so people can, even if they could be a hater, they could be people that, you know, you cool with, but you always want to show people like, I got it. You know what I'm saying? To that, what I would say is you want to be admired, you want to be this, you want to be that. Yeah. Something worth being admired is what Deion Sanders just did. That's worth being admired. I mean, yeah, but I, I still go back to regardless of that. That's how people... It's it's a high school coach that's watching this and want to feel just like how Deion was. Yeah, and he can in his old right, in his old nah, he wanted the how same, his life he wanted the same up. energy. Well, but what I'll say to that is that's what people have. It's just like inflation with money. People have this inflation in egos. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to be a star. Everybody wants all this and that shit. So everyone's egos is inflated. Unless the whole world is seen in 4K, 8K TV type shit, it don't mean nothing to them. Type shit. It's like, bro, like, where is this sense of ego come from? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you gonna be, that's why I say, in order for you to operate at a very high level, yeah, like way up top, where like the elites are, yeah, you gotta be able to operate at a very high level, ground zero. That's that's crazy. You say that because most people feel like. That doesn't matter until they get to that top level, but not understanding that if they get on that type of time mentally at the bottom, that's a lot. Like a lot of those people that end up at the top, they have that type of mentality from the bottom up. Where not, e- not once they got to the top, they started uh, thinking like that. Exactly. Where even yeah. if Deion Sanders was a dishwasher, he would be such such a good dishwasher, they would have to name a dishwasher after him. He'd probably have his own dishwashing line by now. Facts. Still wild. And I'm glad you mentioned that point because, like, people really do think that. They just think, like, I just become a star and I just start doing amazing shit. Like, nigga, if you're not doing amazing shit at ground zero, yeah. what makes you think you're going to do amazing shit when the lights is on you? Yeah. It don't work that way. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. There's a reason why niggas take a thousand shots for like one practice session type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in the game, when you finally see them with the lights and the cameras on and you got the court side badges and all that shit, that shot, that's the same shot they took thousands and thousands of times by themselves when no one was looking. Right. That just... Oh, go ahead. Uh, No, go ahead, go ahead. I was about to say that, go back to what we were talking about in the last episode. Like, if you bad with money and you making 50K... You're going to be bad with money when you got 50 million. You exactly. Just, you're just going to have more money to do 
wild shit with. Like, it's not going to matter. And that's why, again, to the point I said, yeah. 70 to 100, for me, is chill. Yeah. Because if, if I master financial literacy, yeah. then it doesn't, the number really doesn't matter because yeah. I'm, I'll be so uh, well-versed in my finances and managing my money, I can make a little bit of money work for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even with the studio equipment I got, perfect, perfect example, right? So the studio equipment I got right now, this is upgraded from like many, many, many times. Yeah. Right? But like my very, very first, like I had some real cheap speakers, had a, had like a, a used mic that was actually kind of an expensive mic, but I got it used for a cheaper price and shit like that. And, you know, I've had a couple expensive pieces here and there, but I was so enamored with like new equipment and new this and new that yeah. to see how it sounds or how we can upgrade the sound quality and blah, 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 this and try to sound like the professionals, sound like it's going to be re- like I could record Beyonce and type shit like that. Yeah. And then <clears throat> I came across this uh, a video on YouTube and it was like, um, it's called Gear Acquisition Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Where you just get caught up in just buying new shit because they're like, oh, this is what this is what such and such use, so you should use it. Right. Type shit. Right. And it was like, it's called gear acquisition syndrome. And it's like, in the in the premises, even if you have some cheap a hundred dollar microphone with a hundred dollar this and some rinky dink speakers, shit like that, you should still be able to to operate at a very high level. Pretty much the concept. If you are good, then it doesn't matter what equipment you got. Yeah. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? So with that, I was um it had put it out in my mind where I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like I do have some somewhat like some of my stuff is kinda ex- like it's mid tier expensive, but it's not it's really still low end. Yeah. But I I really want to take it upon myself and I'm be like, yo, like, I'ma rock out and I'm gonna make the most of what I got and make the best shit with what I got. Yeah. Period. Uh, and my favorite, my favorite movie franchise is John Wick. In uh, the last Fire. movie, um, the bad guy he says this cold ass line. He said this cold ass line in the beginning of the movie, and I was like, "Oh, he's gonna be, gonna be fire." Uh, he says, "How you do anything is how you do everything." And to the same point, man, that's crazy. Like, no matter what you do, no matter what it is, how you do that is, that's just, that's what it is. That's who you are. And that's That's hard. how you will do everything, nigga. That's hard. So, um, again, to the point, like, with wealth, yeah. with elevating, with operating a high level, with all that stuff. Yeah. Um... It's all about you, really, at the end of the day. It's not about the amount of money that you bring in. It's not about the money, amount of money you was able to acquire in a very short time. It's not about any of that. So, what, we got a caller? We got a caller? Yeah, we got a caller. Caller, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. What's up? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, Wow. Who are we talking to today? Who are we talking to right now? So this is Alonzo. I'm um, a former co-worker of Marcus. For sure, for sure, for a, sure. And he, a current candidate for a um, for the master's program at my school for forensic psych. That's what's up. If you want to give out Mar- uh, Marcavelli's uh, social security number, that's all. Right, now, chill, chill, chill. Oh, chill. yeah, yeah, my bad. Nah, that's nah, two, nah. Three, nah. Oh. Hey, no, bleep all this out. <laughs> bleep it all out. Bleep it all out. Nah, man. <laughs> nah, man, I appreciate you calling in. And uh, today, um, we're just trying to get some perspective on our topic today, which is what is the dollar amount you associate with wealth and this is now this is what you would consider your lifestyle to be the dollar amount, you know, with your lady and however y'all want to live, like what a dollar amount would you think like, you know, you can sit back and say, you know what, I'm wealthy. I got you. So we are we talking about like when you say dollar amount, so like how much you make a year or yeah, how, like how, how much, much you got in the bank? How much you make in a year, yes, sir. All right. So me personally, I would say 
uh, collectively somewhere between three hundred and probably four hundred thousand a year. Okay, with okay. where I where I would plan on living at. So so break us down. What 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 type of life we live in? Do we got two hundred so foot yachts? Like what are we doing? No, nah, no, nah, I'm not really the type of person where I'm into like having the the yacht and whatnot. I prefer to be honest, somewhere kind of like in the the city or you know have kind of the city uh, lifestyle slash uh, royal lifestyle. So somewhere okay. where I'm thinking about like Raleigh, maybe somewhere kind of outside of Raleigh, where, okay. uh Kind of where I grew up, like the Goldsboro area. Yeah. A nice, nice amount of land. Probably have like a house that was built. Okay. On a on a sizable like pretty nice decent plot of land. I don't know like I don't want to say four or five acres or anything like that, but um, just let's say say an acre of land, my own house, probably like a four to five bedroom house, three and a half bath, two nice cars, um, probably I don't really like luxury cars, but I feel like. With luxury cars, everybody tries to get over on you. I feel so just that. a nice, yeah, a nice car, maybe like a, a Honda Accord, but the top model. Uh, and, like we both have those cars. I think that I think that would be nice for the both of us. I think we would enjoy that, and then just have like a teched out house. So like the Apple, the Apple Home, everything is just just teched out. For me, that's enough. And then like kids running around, stuff like that. Ah man, I I don't know about the kids, but let's let's say one or two. One or two, okay, okay, okay. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. So that is your wealth number, three hundred to four hundred thousand. That's your wealth number. Yeah, that's my wealth number. What is your chill number? Like if oh, you had this, number? if you had this amount, you could be like, it's not necessarily wealthy, but you like, I could chill on this. Like I could be, like I could live good. I could be live. I'd be all right. One fifty. One fifty. One fifty. Yeah. Okay. 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 For sure. For sure. How um, do you? Oh, again, this is G Baby, uh, Q Thirty Podcast. You know what I'm saying. Uh, if how do you uh, go about? Not say like how you go about finances. We don't want the nitty gritty, but like, do you pride yourself, or do you are you like a learner of how to be financially literate and uh, proper money management and so on and so forth? Uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's extremely important. I think at this point in my life, being in school, which feels like for forever at this point, mm-hmm. um, I've kind of come to the conclusion that while I'm in school, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a difficult process to try to get to a financial like that financial freedom that everybody's talking about yeah but definitely after school that's when i think all of the investing and the managing your money um to where your money starts to work for you comes into comes into play but for right now it's a lot of stuff that i'm not able to do just because of the amount of time i have to put towards work and the amount of time that i have to put towards school and whatnot uh, let me ask you this: um, For others that would hear this episode, this podcast episode, hearing you calling in, and shout out to you again for being our first caller ever. Oh, that's for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, what is something a financial, like a piece of financial advice that you would want other people to, if they heard this episode, they'd be like, "Oh shit!" Like. Damn, that motherfucker right there hitting type shit. What would you say is something that you, like a gold nugget you want to leave people? Save as much as you can. There's, if you are starting, if it's a younger person listening to the episode and you are currently, let's say, from that 17 to 21 range where you don't really have bills and your parents allow you to stay with them and you don't have, you know, you don't have to pay anything. Save as much as you can. You'd be surprised at how much just putting away uh, $150 a week could do for you. If you got like a little a little job or a side hustle, save it up. Don't don't spend your money on like just I say stupid things, but like stuff that you don't stuff that you know you don't need. Like if you if you were to lose it, you'd be upset. But maybe like 
a couple months later, you forget all about it. Save as much money as you can and try and invest that money and see what you can do with like little investments and get as much knowledge as you can about investing because in the, at the end of the game, that's what's going to help you when you're trying to retire is the money that's working for you versus you working for your money, in my opinion. That is a very solid, nice little gold nugget right there. Yeah, for real, for real, for real. Shout out to you, Alonzo, calling you, in. Man. Hey, Alonzo, when you, you in the city, man, you come through. Let me know. Ruth Chris on me, man. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, we got to do that. Because hey, some crab cakes is amazing. Yeah, hey, hey I, t- I was telling you about it, bro. It's crazy. It changed your life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, nah, man, appreciate you calling in, man. Hey, man, no problem. I, um, I got to check out the episodes. I got a lot of them, too, so I should be set for a, for a good two, three months. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, oh, for oh, yeah. sure. You, you be good for the wintertime, for sure. For oh, sure, yeah. For sure. <laughs> You'll be good for the wintertime, for sure, for sure. But uh, shout out to Alonzo, our first ever call on the Q30 Raw. All right, man, I wish y'all much success, uh, and I appreciate being the first caller. Appreciate you, Appreciate man. you, man. All right. All right, take it easy. Man, hey, I ain't gonna lie. You wanna know what's crazy? And that's one thing. I think we was talking about it off the show. If I had a, if I had a dollar for every OG that ever told me, "Hey, man, save your money, save your money, save your money," I'd be rich right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to put a hundred dollars in my savings account <laughs> right, right now. Right, as you listen to it, right? Because it's <laughs> like you don't you don't understand. Like before you actually start becoming like a, a working adult in like the real world, like when you like when you really out here adulting, you like man, that money that I spent on sneakers or at the club or you know just bullshitting. Man, if I would have had that bread now, man, I'd be I'd be good to go. Just, just drop, just dropped a little in the bucket real quick. <laughs> he said, "I just saved a little bit just now." <laughs> just dropped a little bit in the bucket. <laughs> you know, got one of these little counts. The APY is like four point, four point fifteen percent type shit. So I just think in the bucket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In the tip jar. But no, I, I would say definitely the wealth thing. If you really want to take advantage of on that, and you talked about a little bit before we got on the call that financial literacy man you really need to to lock in because what you do with the money you got now if you if you happen to run into more money you know what to do with it but if you don't you may be broke because there's a lot of people that end up getting a lot of money we see stories all the time about athletes or all types of famous people they get out the hood they live in large for a couple years five years the next thing you know they back in the hood or they didn't have to sell their house and downsize to sell off all their cars and they're just terrible with money. Yeah. Um I, I was watching like a Vlad TV interview, something like that. And they had Lord Jamar on it. And I remember he was talking about like how um the reason why I'm not gonna say it's, it's black, whatever. But the reason why niggas buy chains and all this other stuff and they yeah. go crazy, right? Yeah. And he was like, you know, the reason why people do that is because they trying to mask, mask that pain. They gotta put in order to mask that pain they got, they gotta put some they gotta put some 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 chains on. Amazon. Some, with some diamonds and some... Man. Because he's like, I've been shitted on all my life. Yeah. So, of course, when I get this money, I'm finna fucking go crazy. Man, I'm I'm a star. I got it, Sean. G, what you mean? I need the diamond VVS around the neck, the 15 chains on. I need a, I need a bust down rolly on both wrists. Braces flooded, both wrists. Teeth. Water. You know what I'm saying? Earrings. At least, at least worth a top end Corvette on both ears. Like, come on, man! I need to. I need to. Hey, <laughs> financial literacy. Right. <laughs> That's all I gotta say to that. <laughs> Yo. You know what's gonna be. <laughs> 
Every time someone says blood to me, I'm just gonna be like financial literacy. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be my comeback every time. Financial literacy. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying Nah that's insane bro Um, Since our last conversation about wealth Has there anything else you thought about or Crazy enough it's actually been The financial literacy part Because I told you like these last couple months I've really been trying to lock in on like You know where my money go How I go about spending money And kind of like relearning because it's one thing you you said that it hit me, and I didn't really think about like think about it like this till you said it. Money is a resource, and ultimately, the goal, like Alonzo was saying, is you want you want your money to work for you. So if you constantly spending your money on shit that don't really matter, or shit you really don't need, like I have a working vehicle, why do I need to upgrade to a newer one when it's nothing wrong with the one I got? You know, just thinking about stuff like that that I do in my everyday life. And just trying to correct some of those behaviors, like mentally and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Give me like a. Do you have like an example you want to share? Uh, I would say I'm not so much into sneakers anymore, but like clothes. Like I like. It's not. I like something specific like a specific brand or something like that but i'm the type if i go in the store and i see stuff that i like i'll buy it but i don't necessarily need it you know what i'm saying like if i see a shirt or i see like a button up or like something i could wear to brunch or like some slacks or like some boots and i'll be like i got black boots at the house like i don't really need another pair of boots or if i see a t-shirt i'm like i really don't need to spend a hundred dollars on a t-shirt like I have a t-shirt similar to this, like little stuff like that. Cause you know that 50, 100, 200, 300, 400, that end up adding up. You know what I'm saying? It could be a couple bands. You didn't just bullshit it away over the past couple months and you're not even looking at it like that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, I agree. Actually, when I was thinking about when I was talking to um, Ferrari, uh, we was talking about the consumerism. And I remember you was like, Air Force Ones, you only get two wears, and you got to throw them out, get some new ones. That shit don't count. That shit don't apply. And that's I was totally, like, you know what? That, that doesn't apply. That's totally different. Let's that's not, consumerism at its finest No, it's right not. There. It's not even the same thing. Why? That's that's not even the same thing. How not? It's not. It's like its own separate thing. Like, don't even do that. Wow. Don't even do that. It's why? Not, why? It's not the same thing. Go ahead. Why is it something different? It just is. I can't okay, explain I like it. That. I can't uh, explain so, it. So you know what? I can't explain due, it. Due to consumerism and me wanting to not be a slave, I I have uh, put in my mind that at least for now I'm gonna chill. Uh-uh. I'm gonna give me a pair of New Balances. Okay. I like. I don't have no problem with that. But if you're doing white on white, like I don't want to go too deep into this because I might get heated. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're doing white on white forces, two wears max. It's it's. It's almost like, nah, I'm not doing no more white and whites. You're not doing no more. I mean, that's no fine. white and whites. That's fine too. Only okay. neutrals. I'm fine with that. Only neutrals. I'm fine with that. But no if white you, white. It, I'm just saying, if you're gonna step into the white on whites, max two wears. I didn't make the rule. It just is a rule. I don't know who made it. I just know it's a rule. You just don't go against it. You know what I'm saying? Do you purposely speed when you pass the police? Do you see a cop and like, oh man, I'm about to just run shit? No, you don't. Unless, Unless you're on a bike. Different different situation. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, there's always... What I'm saying <laughs> If you want to find a loophole, there'll always be a loophole. Okay, if that's the case, do you... If <laughs> <laughs> you want to find a loophole, there will always be a loophole. That's like saying you don't pay your taxes. I mean, unless you West, unless you unless you Wesley, they got his ass though. <laughs> he paid. <laughs> he paid eventually. He paid with time too. They took some time from that nigga, along with some money. He 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 lost two things. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, they got his ass eventually. He just don't go against it. It's some things you just don't go against, and the white on white Air Force Ones is one of them.
going neutrals from now on. New balances and vans. I'm addressed. Super down. Actually, I was telling myself, I was like, you know what? So I'm going to set my wardrobe up. Set it up. So I can just wear chill clothes, T-shirts and shorts, or a pair of jeans or shit like that. Yeah. That's just what I wear. Wear a neutral sneaker with it. Yeah. Cool. Only if I go out, which is not that often anyway. So I'll have like three, maybe like three or four dress shirts, something right. like some, some, some cool, something slight. Swipe them out, yeah. You know what I'm saying, yeah. Maybe just, maybe like one more pair of shoes. Like I got, you know what I'm saying. Why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be the mascot. <laughs> nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> I might take those with me when I leave. They still here. <laughs> and if y'all listen to the last episode, the Air Force One still here. Not burned yet. <laughs> Tucked off. I should t- I should tie it to a rocket. Tie to a I got a fire I got a rocket, a ball rocket. You know what you should do, it'd be hard. You should tie the shoestrings and throw them on the on the thing. On the uh on the line. How the fuck niggas even get that shit up there? They they tie the shoestrings and then they just throw the shoe up there. But you know how hard that is for that for you to even pull that shit off? They don't pull it off, it just stay up there forever. No, I'm saying not pull it off, but like to do it, like to attempt that is like ridiculous. No, it's not. I've done it before. You've done it? Yeah. What was the occasion? <laughs> like for you to throw some shoes up there? Uh let alone, like, that's, like, a really good... You have to have, like, a good talk. Like, just don't not, be... Not really. So, like, if you got to, like... I don't know how to describe it, but, like, when you throw them, you kind of, like... You take one shoe, and then you kind of, like... Like a lasso, like a rope, and then you just throw it. And what caused you to do this? Young nigga shit? I don't know. <laughs> Young nigga shenanigans, bro. <laughs> I don't even think they was my shoes. I think they were just some random shoes. And I was like, I seen them up in the hood. That's still when I was living in Detroit. And I was like, I just want to try the shit. That's some young nigga shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. no, it's crazy. I've always wondered, like, how, I was always saying you see the shoe on the line. You'd be like, the fuck? Like, yeah. How the fuck? Why the fuck? Some shoes up there. What's crazy? And, and now as you say that, it just really dawned on me. Like, yeah. you just ain't got shit to do. Yeah, just RIP. <laughs> To the sneakers and just be up there forever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Until somebody from the city come get them, take them down or some shit like that. They just be up there. <clears throat> hey. We can do that. We do that for them. Flag Q30 on them. Get somebody to draw some shit on there and then just toss them up there. We for the hood. <laughs> I'm fucking with it. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm kind of fucking with it. Somebody. I'm kind of fucking with it. <laughs> I'm kind of fucking with it. Yeah, I'm kind of fucking with it. Oh, is there anything else you want to touch on real quick before we uh before we wrap up? No, 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 man. I think uh. It was glad seeing somebody else kind of with a similar perspective as us as far as, you know, how important financial literacy is and saving money and stuff like that. You know, so. Nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Well, that was our first episode with our first call-in. Yeah. Shout out to Alonzo, my boy. Shout out to Alonzo. Is he in North Carolina somewhere? Uh, yeah, he from there, but I believe now he up in Jersey. Up in Jersey. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. When he, when he was like 300, I was like, damn. When he said that, I was thinking Jersey, and when he was talking about city life in Jersey, I said, that yeah, that makes sense. Right. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about yeah. right. It's definitely way more expensive than it is down here. But you know, like, even when he was saying he was like, build a house... Get some land, like take it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Be able to pay for all that. So yeah, I mean, it's still it pan out. And like I said, that's that's a two person household because he, you know, he would let his with his lady. So you know, 
It sound about right. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Well, that's the Q30 Raw podcast. And we was talking about wealth again. We're gonna have, we're probably gonna have way more, un, more episodes about wealth and stuff like that. So, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. So definitely stay tuned on that. But uh, this is Q30 Raw. It's Marcavelli. You're. It's your boy G, baby. It is the Q30 Raw podcast. And if you ain't scared, step into the queue. And we out.